0: I believe the word the word of God as the full expression of the Godhead whatever God is that is his word for he has magnified his word above his name I believe God transforms his word transforms I believe God is healing his word heals me I believe God is provision his word provides for me I believe God is protection. His word protects me. Whatever I believe God is, I believe his word shall perform in my life today. I can never be the same ever again. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to engage you for the next 45 minutes and I want you to give me your rapt attention when the spirit of the Lord leaps by the word in your spirit, don't hesitate to shout. Don't hesitate to jump. Ah, as the word breaks into your spirit, there will be a release. Sicknesses will be healed. God will make a way. And when you know you've received it, shout, I have received it. Are you understanding me? Don't let anybody Intimidate you. Allow the word free access. Please, if the air conditions are too much, put some of them off. Yes. Put some of them off. Because sometimes the people freeze. I'm saying what you cannot say for you. You didn't say thank you, Pastor. Freeze. Thank you, guys. You can take your seats. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All right, so I've been speaking about the the power of what? Thinking right. This is going to be part four. The power of thinking right. And all I said is that we have a wrong concept of God. Meanwhile, God has lavished us with love. And we have been told God hates us. And God wants to punish us. And we see God in the spectacle of an African father. Because that's how most of us grew up. Intimidating fathers. Anytime they call you. You know, there's never a time they'll call you for praise. Anytime they call you for punishment. So the moment you hear the voice of your father you are shaking. When you hear the voice of your mother, you are cool. And that's how we relate to the God of heaven, our heavenly father. But that is not his nature. God loves you. He loves you so much that he gave himself. Not temporarily, permanently. He didn't wait for you to be righteous. He made you righteous. When you did not do anything. He so loves you. And that's the impression you must have about God. How did he do it? He brought Jesus. And how Jesus revealed his nature to us on earth is the very nature of God in heaven. Jesus is the express image of God. And so you must Think that way. And when you think that way, your hope is alive. Your faith is released. And so Apostle Paul said, now abides faith, hope, love. But the greatest of the three greats is love. When a man knows God loves them, and they know God is the God of agape love. Their hope is always alive. They cannot give up on themselves. They cannot give up on situations. Because God will not allow them to go through what they cannot handle. God will always make a way where there seems to be no way. Why? Because God is in love with them. Oh, praise the Lord. When you know God loves you, He said, perfect love casts away fear. When your love is perfected, Fear has no place. So we revere God. We don't fear God. He is our Father. He loves us. We are all struck by His presence because He's almighty. He's all powerful. He's omniscient. He's omniwise. When we look at God, we are all struck. But we don't fear Him and are not afraid of Him because He wants to kill us. That is not His thought for us. His thought for us are good. To give us an expected end. So when your love. Is perfect. You won't fear. He has perfected love. So that you will not fear. So that in the day of judgment you will be bold. Can you believe this? And that's why our trust is in position. And our faith is released. Oh praise the Lord. And that hope never disappoints. Oh, hallelujah. Anybody who knows the love of God and they know God loves them so much, they don't worry. Because listen to me, when you know that the one who owns all things so loves you, why do you worry? You will trust. In the midst of storms, negative circumstances, and vicissitudes of life, you will still trust. And you release your faith to speak what he has said. Give his word back to him. You told me this. You know. And you will do it. That's how you release your faith. That's why every mature believer. If you are a mature believer. These are the three grades you live with. And this is what makes you thrive over every circumstance of life. You thrive over every situation. And nothing stops you. Because you know he loves you. And because of that you don't worry. And you keep your hope in Him because you know He will come through for you. And you release your faith because you know it will work. Praise the Lord. Ask them, is that the way you think? Listen, if you think this way, any negative circumstance will collapse around you. You will walk on water. You will not see anything negative. As a matter of fact, in your life, there's nothing like negative. Because in the end, everything will work for your good. (laughs) Praise the Lord. When you see people all around you, And when you look at yourself, tell yourself, he loves me best. He loves me best. If they ask you, but me too, he loves me. Tell them, I've said my own. You can say your own. Praise the Lord. I've said my own. You can say your own. He loves you. Say it right now. Ah, you see? Say it like you mean it. Say say, Say it. Put your hand on your chest and say it. Tell them he loves me best. He accepts me for who I am. He has made me righteous. I am the best of his children. That I walk... Graciously, I walk walk in grace, grace. I sleep sleep in grace, grace. I I wake up in grace. Everything about me is graceful. It is not a fairy tale. It is the real definition of who you are. Why do you define yourself? about Because of your mistakes. Your mistakes don't define you. You are acting falsely of who you are. But that is not your definition. If I say excellence, and I call excellence, and I define what is excellence, Doing things in a way that excels. And somebody comes and defines it wrongly. Or they see something in my definition that doesn't define it. Does it change the definition of excellence? So, adjure grace. Who is blessed and highly favored of God. And God, the creator, the word, has spoken about Ajua grace and says, you, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the apple of God's eye. You are the head and not the tail. Arrows that fly by day, by night, cannot... If they come in, 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 in one way, they will flee in seven ways. And then when they come and they hurt you, you say, Oh, that is me. No, that's not you. It's the shadow of what is trying to disturb the image. Until you don't accept it, it will stay. Everything God does, the enemy wants to spoil it. But you have to maintain your ground, knowing who you are. Call your definition, and don't let anybody change it for you. If your father tries to change it, tell them it is not permissible. I'm sorry, please. Don't call me the names God has not called me. Oh, are you here with me? Don't let anybody disturb the flow. If you think right, you will talk right. You will act right. Praise the Lord. Look at the next slide. Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 18. Let's read all together. Go And I pray that you and all God's holy people will have the power to understand the... Oh, praise the Lord. Tell them, I pray that prayer for you. Oh, tell tell them, I pray that prayer for you. That you will have the power to understand the greatness of Christ's love. Now, look at the greatness of Christ's love. Go. How wide? How long? And how high? And how deep? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That love is high. That love is deep. That love is long. That love is wide. It covers all in all. It's the love that has no fail. Oh, praise the Lord. Watch this. Next. Go. Christ's love is greater than anyone can ever know. Once again, he said, but I pray that you'll be able to know that love. Then you can be filled with the Oh, hallelujah. The reason why you are not filled with the fullness of God is because every time you think he hates you. The reason why you are not showing heaven on earth is because of the way you think about God. Anybody that understands his love We will be filled with the fullness of God. Ah, This is too direct. Is there any ambiguity in this? Is it self-explanatory? He says, then, then you can be filled with the fullness of God. So when you are walking on earth, they will see God. Ah, because it will transform you. You will walk confidently. You will not fear any fall. You will walk over every situation. Are you understanding me? You will break every barrier. Then you can be filled with the fullness Give me the next. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. If you know the love of God and you are filled with the fullness of God, he says, You will not worry. (laughs) You will not worry. Instead of worrying, pray. (laughs) Oh, praise the Lord. Instead of worrying, you just ask. Instead of worrying, you just declare. You will not worry because you know your father has got your back. So why worry? You know your father has all things. Your father makes all things. With him, nothing is impossible. And he won't deny you. So why worry? I won't worry watch it. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. Oh Jesus ah! A sense of God's wholeness. See, then you can be filled with the fullness of God. A sense of God's word wholeness. Ah. When you understand the word, you walk in authority. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Sermon it all up, friends. I'll say you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true. Noble. Reputable. Authentic. Compelling. Gracious. The best. Hey, hey, people of God. Hey. Hey, people of God. People of God, listen. Filling your minds with what is what? True. The sickness is a lie. It is not true. It is not part of Christ's love. Therefore, you can't put your hope in it and your faith in sickness. So fill your mind with your true nature. It is health and it is healing. And very soon, the sense of God's wholeness will fill your whole body. Are you getting the point? Is it lack? It is not true. It is not reputable. It is not noble. It is not authentic. It is not compelling. It is not gracious. It is not the best. Don't fill your mind with it. Are you listening to me? Oh, what would we eat? Hey. 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 Really? Is that true? That's not true. He said the Lord will help you in time of need. That is the truth. He said the Lord will provide for you. That is the truth. Fill your mind with that truth. Whatever you see negative around you is not you. It's not for you. My brothers and sisters, this is not a hard word. You have been living on the other side of life. This is the way believers think. That is the nature of the believer. You have been thinking the nature of unbelievers, you have been living in the shadow and not the image. Feeling your minds, and meditating on things true. Listen to me. Anything that you are called, anything that you see that does not agree with God's word for you is not true. That is why the word of God is called the measuring line. That's why the word of God is our standard. Hey! What has been your standard all this while? For you, your standard is that in our family, if you are 40 years and you are not married, you can't marry again. In our nation, Everybody that does this business, they find trouble. So. In our city, you see, that has become your standard. And that is what fills your mind. And that's what you meditate on. And so that is what you become. Are you here? Am I speaking to you? So, I have menstrual cramps. No, pastor, that's for you, you don't know. From my childhood, this thing, doctor says, until I give birth, it's not going to stop. So the moment is going to get there, You fill your mind with it. You meditate on it. You are waiting for it to show up. And because of that, your expectation will not be cut off. Oh, Jesus. You see, this thing is so simple. Listen, it is so simple. You have no idea. The problem is that you have lived on this side for a very long time. So as I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking, I'm speaking, you are still, you want to stay there. It has been your comfortable zone. It is where you receive all the pity. Some of you, listen, some of you, the way you do yourselves before unbelievers, just to arouse pity and sympathy, is a very false display of your faith and belief. And you play at the whims and caprices. Of unbelievers, when you go, they laugh. Shalla baba, baba, They give you comfort. They they give you comfort. When the Holy Spirit is your comforter, they are the ones who give you comfort. Oh, sister. The eighty-five five been off a and then straight away you start laughing, and then they look at you. Yeah. I get them. The man they give you knows says, "He God, you are wonderful. you are my savior. If you didn't come." They'll be sitting always in the office. They don't need to come to church. They don't need to meet your savior. Because they are your savior. Get out of that zone. That is not where you belong. Thank you. God bless you. May God multiply your seed. And you leave them. Yes. And you leave them. Don't tell any unbeliever you are my saviour. God ordered ravens to feed Elijah. When the Bible says the wealth of the unbeliever will be transferred to the righteous, you don't understand it. Because for them, it is a struggle. For you, it's an addition. That's not your focus. I pray that God helps me raise a new generation. I, I pray. I pray. Listen to me. If you are sitting here and you are fighting this word, I pray that there's a release in your spirit. Yeah. 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 I pray. I pray. Listen to me very carefully. You deserve everything. You deserve the best. How does it happen? I know how much he loves me. And he wants to give me everything. So what do I do? I fill my mind with whatever he has said about me that is true. That is noble. That is reputable. That is authentic. Compelling. Ah. Gracious. The best. Not. Hey. When they give you the better, reject it. Brothers and sisters, don't take it. I'll share certain testimonies. Some of the things I walked away from and the person was shocked. That an unbeliever would treat me like I, I walked away. with your money. Listen, you must get to that point. It is not pride. It's a mentality. Money. Listen to me, people of God. I want us, let's move with a tangent That the enemy comes. Listen to me very carefully. The enemy does not fear your body. What the enemy fears is your spirit filled with the word. Listen, when the enemy sees you like that, because the only thing that defeats him is the word. When Jesus encountered the enemy, he said, it is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word. I live by every word that proceeds. And because I live by every word that proceeds out of his mouth, bread will come. I decree you will not lack I say you not fall victim and pray to the deception of the enemy you will not walk like a defeatist give me the next continue the beautiful not what things of and not what every time These days, that's what you go to church. They go to church and they tell you a curse is following you. That's what they tell you. And then you start shivering. The prophet calls you and said, I see a curse. I see a curse. And then he begins to dramatize like a Chinese kung fu. I see a curse. Then he does it sound like a cobra. No snake in the monkey shadow. (laughs) I see a (laughs) cat. And then they pour one barrel of oil, as if they are frying you. You know what they just did? They rather placed the curse on you. Because they filled your mind with curses. So from the day you live there, you are thinking curse. Some of you go to church, and all they teach you is sin. So they fill your mind with the power of sin. So you live thinking sin. But I fill your mind with his righteousness. His love has been perfected. And as you meditate on it, that is your true nature. It will show. Oh, praise the Lord. Let's all read the next. Go. Put into what you have learned. What you heard and saw. So it means that that was the life of Apostle Paul. Do you see where Apostle Paul said, imitate me? This is it. Yeah, This is where he said, imitate me. Imitate this mindset. This is the mindset. This is how. I and you yourself have realized and you've seen the results, the effect. Praise the Lord. Continue, go do that, and God who makes everything work together will work you into his. Where is Charlie Keys? He will work you in into his word, most excellent word harmonies. When you see a keyboard is playing and they are getting all the harmonies. You can sit. All the excellent harmonies. Or you see a choir, an orchestra, and have the excellent. That's the way God is working for you. God is working for you. By the time they finish with you, they will see God's excellent harmonies playing in your beautiful life. You become a beautiful tune. You become a beautiful instrument. You become that wonderful, wonderful piece. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ephesians 4. Because of this. Ephesians 4, 29, 30. He says what? Let know what? You see, the word corrupt here is not talking about vulgar. In the Greek, that's not it. That's not what he's talking about. An extension can be. But the root word has nothing to do with vulgar. Corrupt word here has to do with negative words, Speaking things God has not said you are. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. The explanation will come as we read on. Go. But what is what? What is what? Good. For what? Necessary edification. Building up. So it's not vulgar. Negative words that does not build up. That does not edify That are not true. That are not noble. That are not reputable. That are not authentic. That are not compelling. That are not gracious. That are not beautiful. That are not the best. That are not blessings. Don't let them proceed out of your mouth. Hey, my life is hard. Wait. God forbid, my life is not hard. My life is beautiful. I'll be playing God's excellent harmonies. Oh, praise the Lord. I'll be a working feature of God's excellent harmonies. That's my life. continue that it may impact grace to what the hearers and do not grieve by whom you were sealed so you get it when you say corrupt words you are grieving the Holy Spirit oh Jesus you see you oh come on believers do you understand this Why? Because it's the working force of God, the Holy Spirit that that makes things happen. So you see when you speak the right word, the Holy Spirit goes to work. When you speak the negative words you stifle him. You grieve him. He's not able to work. He wants to work for your favor. He wants to work for your good. But you are stopping him with your words. Stopping him. Stopping him. Look at your child and say, you. The bad about oh. No. Oh. No matter how angry you are, hold your words back. Adam, the Lord will grace you. I see you changing. I see your life coming better. I see you responding to God's word better. I see God blessing you with life. I see God making a way for you. No matter how negative the circumstances, don't speak. Make sure your mouth does not speak corrupt. Go back to Genesis. Right from verse 1. How did God create the world? Speak the word. He saw darkness. He saw void. He saw chaos. But he didn't speak chaos. He didn't speak darkness. He didn't speak void. He spoke right opposite. Let there be light. That's how believers speak. Because they believe. By whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Do you not understand redemption? The day you got born again was your day of redemption. And on the judgment day, you have your second redemption, which is your perfect redemption. Praise the Lord. And so from the day you got born again, the Holy Ghost started working in you by the words you speak. You speak the life of an overcomer. That's what you speak. So he said, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Don't fill your life with this kind of speech. Don't. Don't. You're very quiet. Receiving the word. Receiving the word. Don't think about the things you have said that are wrong. Don't think about them. You know what you need to do? Speak to correct them. Oh, praise the Lord. Speak back. (laughs) And you will nullify. Oh, praise the Lord just speak back speak back speak back so your tongue which is the ladder, the rudder of your destiny is shaping is shaping is shaping is shaping, is shaping. Is shaping. many parents have killed their own children many teachers A teacher insulted my son. I'm going to the school tomorrow. Ghanaian teachers. We bring that mentality. And do you know that most of the things your teachers told you is what you believe and has stayed in your mind and you think that's the way you still are. It's one of the things that has made my work difficult. what your teacher told you. As for you, you will never be anything. Because your performance in his subject. So now your life is defined by that subject you could not pass. And you believed it, embraced it, you meditate on it. Yet you saw that boy. In class. He didn't know anything. Yet today. He's the one you went to. To borrow the money the other time. You were failing one subject. He was failing everything. You see? You see the way we see life. Let me finish. I have five minutes. Look at the David mentality. Look at the David mentality. Look at the David mentality. The whole of Israel met and a guy called Goliath will come. And all he will do is to speak words. Listen. David and Goliath the battle was a battle of words. <laughs> it was a battle of words. For 40 days, Goliath would stand and just rant and rave. And all Israel would go to hide. Oh, my word. Some of you ladies, you are in a relationship. How did you get into that relationship? The guy speaks. (laughs) Eba, eba. It's coming. Oh, yeah. The guy speaks (laughs) and he will position (laughs) with a definite pose. (laughs) (laughs) And by the time he's done with you, no balance. (laughs) some of you guys who who don't speak you keep your mouth shut (laughs) keep your mouth shut I had a best friend he was my best friend he couldn't propose I had to go and do the proposal on his behalf. And in the end, he disgraced me. When a man cannot speak, women run away. They will ask you, did I tell you I love you? Listen, the world is created by words, why would not you like it? <laughs> Charisman Speak. Yes. So. <laughs> Goliath spoke. And all Israel went to hide. And then a young boy. Came on the scene. Listen to me. It has nothing to do with size. It has nothing to do with age. Listen to me very carefully. It has all to do with words. Knowing what to speak at the right time. And we are talking about the word of God. Ah. So watch this young boy. Watch him. Then David did what? (laughs) He spoke to the man. The boy was speaking to the man. Who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills Look at the mentality. He should have said, listen, what shall be done for the man who fights? Hey, get it. He has moved to the end of the battle. He was speaking the end. What shall be done for the man who kills? Before the Oh, before the fight will begin, David had already killed Goliath. We are talking about spiritual principles here. Time is gone. Listen to me. Don't see before you speak. Speak, and you will see it. (sighs) Yes, it works. Listen, you can be in church for 50 years. It doesn't matter. Somebody will be born again one day, and they start speaking, and you will see them running ahead and you say God is partial. No. No. Favor has already been distributed. We take hold of favor by speaking because we have the right mindset of him. We'll continue next week. Glory glorious grace. glory glorious grace. At the cross, you called it fitness.